0: Let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. (laughs) Welcome back to the Douze Poire podcast for Eurovision Forever, the United Kingdom, week three. My name is Jack. This is Liz, who pre-recording cracked me up a little. I'm not going (laughs) to lie.
1: Well, we're talking about the UK in the 80s and 90s. Of course, you're going to have a a physical reaction to that. That's all I can say.
0: Yeah, let's leave it at that. She had a physical reaction. Reaction, we'll put it like that. Um, Welcome back, Lizzie. How are you going? We had to postpone recording because someone injured herself.
1: I did. Oh, my Lord. I threw my neck out. And the worst thing is I should make up some story to be like I was doing something sexy or I literally like pushed the child out the way of the car. But I'm pretty sure I pinched a nerve in my neck taking my pants off.
0: But there you go. (laughs) I like the idea of you getting hit by yet another car in that scenario. Like, after the third one, do you get a free car? Is that, like, what happens?
1: <laughs> I would certainly hope so. No, if I'd hit by by a car, I would be fine. It's a much different pain. This was, like, this was terrible. I was very dizzy. I thought I was going to fall over. I thought I was going to vomit. It was awful. mm.
0: Well, moving right along. Uh, no, I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad you're okay because the gays that listen to this podcast and the straights and the women, okay, that's the three <laughs> this the three sexualities, gay, straight, and woman. The
1: other white meat, <laughs> straight women. <laughs> I was at a, I was
0: at a um, they all need you is what I was going to say, but I was at a cafe today. It was a vegan cafe in the Adelaide CBD. You'll be very proud of me. Oh, which one? And there was uh Co- Coquina
1: Cucamara. Oh, co-
0: yeah, that's the one. Google something like that and hopefully the right place to it. But they had a pride flag on the wall, like the rainbow flag. Uh-huh. And then they had the Mexican flag. And I was like, yes, the only two sexualities I recognize, LGBT and Mexico.
1: <laughs> Excellent. What did you think of the food? I had a I had a deep fried burrito the other day. Mm, really good food as well.
0: And, oh, the margaritas. Oh, uh, I didn't realize how much I loved a margarita until today. I love a margarita now.
1: <laughs> Can you handle a, mer- uh, a, mar- a margarita? A margarita. You're notorious for not being able to handle a lot of alcohol in your little system.
0: I know. I, I only had the one because I had to drive afterwards. But we're getting totally sidetracked. Let's get back into the UK. You drove after a
1: margarita? Yeah. Oh, my God, you know what? And this is going to bring us, well, not really so much for this week, but I think for next week, you drunk on margaritas, me with a thrown neck ready to vomit, still better than UK 2003. There I said it.
0: We'll get there. We'll get there. We're still an episode away because we're starting – In 1982 tonight, look at that little segue right there. It's Bardo, because, of course, the UK are hosting in 1982 after winning Against My Wishes in 1981. Bardo with one step further, finishing seventh, 12 from Austria and Luxembourg, 10 from Turkey, and a seven from Ireland. What did you think?
1: Oh, one step further. I think this performance should have taken one step further Over a cliff. I thought you were going to say that. The routine is amateur theatre. The outfits are from a church charity shop. This is bowling. He has visible panty line. There, I said it. There are also (laughs) some levelling issues, whatever. But VPL man, no excuse for VPL.
0: I like that they start it with like a casual bow to the audience and then they just melodramatically sit on the floor. Like, we're off to a flying start. How can you top that? That's I know,
1: and famous. then they start doing that whole dogs in heat humping thing. which Chest is... pumping thing on the floor. It's so weird. It's
0: like a – this is five seconds in, by the way, everybody. They've bowed, they've plonked themselves on the floor, and now they're getting some chest cardio in.
1: It's like they were doing – there's like that Cheech and Chong routine about humping dogs. That's what <laughs> they broke into. I was not prepared for that.
0: I don't approve of the choreo at all. It's clunky, and I think it would have done better as a Saturday Night Live sketch than as a Eurovision entry. Can you imagine, (laughs) like, Sherry Oterian and Will Smith, Will Smith, Will Ferrell, like, (laughs) pumping it out on SNL back in the day? I just think it's a lot of misused energy. Also, tooken is not a word, right? Let's just get that out there now. I could have taken one step further
1: and I would have been there. It's, it's not I,
0: a word. <laughs> anyway, fire choreographer. I, you know what?
1: I, I love the fact that they invented the language and they can't get it right. <laughs> language, as we know, is always evolving. We can't be too judgmental. But Tuken, still not a word yet. Or devolving in this case. Oh, my. god. You know what? I think, I'm with you. The song itself is not the worst thing on that stage. It's just everything else that's appalling. Absolutely agree
0: with you. Song six, performance one, fashion a three for a ten.
1: Uh see, you're always so much nicer than me. I gave the song five, performance zero, get off the floor, <laughs> fashion zero, don't shop at the op shop for Eurovision. I
0: think after two weeks of everyone messaging us to say Liz is secretly in love with the UK, I think the shine might be starting to wear off a little bit.
1: No, Liz is in love with Sir Cliff Richard, all right? Let's be clear about that. That's That's a fair call.
0: Uh, 15 from The Pair of Us, which takes us to 1983. Sweet Dreams with I'm Never Giving Up, finishing sixth. 12 from Sweden, 10 from Austria, and 8 from Switzerland. What did you think?
1: I hate... The staging with these bar stools so much. It's <laughs> amateur hour. It's like your church group is trying to do cabaret. I, I'm going to say it. The performance would have been so much better without the stools, even though the girl in yellow is clearly not much of a dancer. Hashtag no rhythm. That being said, the song is catchy, though. Oh, my God, my favourite bit when they give themselves a golden shower. How about you?
0: (laughs) This is unapologetically one of my all-time favourite British entries, nay, entries of all time. This wow. is so camp and it is so catchy and they work three bar stools. Yes, I don't know why they were like, you know what, we should use barstools, But they're working it like they're Lena Phillipson with a mic stand and it's just... <laughs> I hated that too! It's creative, the choreo is sleek, the outfits oh. are camp and colour-coded. I just, I love, 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 love this one. Release it to Spotify already. It's not on
1: Spotify. I'm really mad about it. I love this one. Absolutely (laughs) not. Absolutely not. There are many words I would use for this, but like slick is definitely not one of them. Camp, yes. Their outfits are straight from something that you would have seen on like a Cabbage Patch Kid. Like this is so (laughs) 80s. But I don't know, suddenly, and we're going to see this through this episode, for some reason, the UK, it's like, it's like the UK has bought all the, like, property rights to every chair in the world. And they're going to spend the next <laughs> decade really trying to push the idea of chairs on the world.
0: Whether that's something Liz scores highly or low, you'll have to wait and see. Low. I'm telling you now. Low. All right. What have you given this one?
1: Uh, look, I actually give the song a seven. I love it. Uh, performance gets 4.5, though. Just get off your ass. It's ridiculous. Fashion, <laughs> 80s, 5. That is a 16 and a half from you, so it is a pass. I,
0: I I think you know where I'm going with this one. Oh,
1: wow. Song
0: 10, performance 10, fashion 10. I adore this song. I really, really love it, and I don't know
1: why. A 46 and a half between us. I think we both know Jack, and it turns out the secret to Jack's heart, golden showers. Golden showers.
0: Are we starting to get a paradigm shift here? Am I starting to like the UK more than you are, I think, maybe?
1: I've never liked the UK. Again, I love Sir Cliff Richard.
0: Okay. Alrighty, fine. 1984. Bell and the Devotions, Love Games, finishing seventh. Ten from Italy, eight from Ireland and Norway, and a seven from Germany. And it's Cindy Lauper after a rough weekend. What did you think?
1: Ah! Look, I'm not going to lie. When I when this started, when I was watching it, I thought I was looking at the ghost of Betty White had just like <laughs> mysteriously <laughs> appeared ring style, like on my laptop. Look, it's a catchy song, but the staging is ridiculous. This is how ridiculous it is. The two backup singers have their backs to the audience for almost two minutes. Two minutes of a three-minute song. It is ridiculous. It is some of the worst staging. I thought sitting down was the thing I hated most at Eurovision. Um, No, it turns out the only way you can be worse is just having your back to the audience.
0: This one is not a fave, mostly for the clunky outfits, and it's just not decent stuff, and yet it won Song for Europe by a 316-vote margin. So pretty narrow. Could have gone either way.
1: All the other songs, were they – was it up against songs entitled things like, "Mm, I Punch Puppies, okay?
0: Yes. Mussolini was right.
1: Yeah. Uh, The Vicar Wants Me to Stay Back After – choir practice like I, that's the <laughs> only reason this would get through but again you know what it's not actually it's not the worst song it's just the singing and the performance and the fashion <laughs> and the coro it's just everything else is wrong about this
0: i agree uh, song three performance five fashion or two but after hearing everything you've said i probably overmarked that one for a 10 from me
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Look, 100%. Um, I gave the song six. Performance, minus one. There, (laughs) I've said it. That's my first minus one. Um, Fashion gets a two.
0: That's a two. So that is a seven from you all up. Seventeen between us, not a pass for Bell and or her devotions, which takes us straight across to nineteen eighty-five. It's Vicky with the song "Love Is a Stranger." Danger! Do, 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 do. I don't know the words. Finishing fourth, ten from Switzerland and Turkey, an eight from Italy and Luxembourg, and a seven from Finland and Norway. And we start with Vicky. Here's to your point politely sitting in a chair what did you think <sighs> where do we go from uh, there
1: well, actually the first thing I, we need to talk about is what's with the seashell necklace okay the very large seashell necklace i like to call this one disney presents the little recently divorced <laughs> <sighs> It's, it's just a middle-aged woman dancing around a chair, and it's terrible. Again, I don't think it's the worst song. I just dislike every decision that they've made. I
0: totally agree. I think the dress is a write-off. Like, it's just a bed sheet, and the yeah. puka shell necklace doesn't work for me either. I'm glad we're both yeah. on the same page with this one. But you're right, the song underneath it is actually not that bad. 80s yeah. UK has been just, like... Hit or miss thus far. Mostly for you, it's been mostly misses. For me, uh-huh. it's been one hit. Um, but I do really love this chorus. I think that's what holds it all together, and it yeah. definitely rivals Cindy from the year before for the most '80s thing. Most '80s look the UK ever since. So yeah, yeah. It does shock me that she's two hundred meters in front of her backup singers. Like I like pre-COVID. <laughs> Social distancing. Maybe they are in COVID ISO.
1: I think even the backup singers were trying to distance themselves. Or again, maybe they were going for like it's the little mermaid. This was her supposed to be like, you know, like a seal on like a rocky outcryp. Just like ooh, 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 ooh. oh that's not a seal. <laughs> no, that's that's not, seal. <laughs> that's not a seal. that's not a seal. Let's do a seal. I can't do a seal. Arr, 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 arr. Arr, arr, arr. There we go.
0: Okay, thank God. Thank God we got a seal impression in here. Not hugely performative, but I did enjoy it. So song gets a seven, performance gets a six, fashion gets a four for a 17.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Song gets a five, performance gets two, fashion gets a three. That is a 10 from
0: you and a 27 between us. So not a pass for Vicky. 1986, it's Ryder with the song Runner in the Night, finishing seventh. God, it's so hard to get the UK out of the top 10, isn't it? 10 from Finland and France, 8 from Denmark and Sweden, and 6 is from Norway and Turkey. Just needed points from Iceland to score the whole Scandi flush, as I call it in Eurovision. You get points Uh from all five countries in Scandinavia, we have Cynthia Britain for the first time. What did you think?
1: Look, I think this is very – it's simple. It's by the numbers. It's not offensive, but, my God, it's not glorious. You know, it, it's better than some of the travesty that we've seen, but is this going to stick in my mind? Am I ever going to listen to it again? No. Is it possible? Yes, I agree. I do. It does feel like a reductive
0: version of Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. (laughs) And it's a decent song, even if it is just a cover of Dancing in the Dark by Bruce Springsteen. I really enjoyed it because this whole genre is my entire vibe. I love Mm -hmm. AD synth pop. Like, you know me. I love Betty Davis eyes more than I love most of my family. Hopefully they yeah. don't listen. I'm just like, <laughs> it's just, literally, I'm just Belinda Carlisle and synth pop at this point in my life. I don't know. I think it's sad that this lost to literal newborn baby, Sandra Kim. Literal newborn baby, like placenta and all.
1: Shemmy, love did she still have the cord attached? I think she did. Yeah, she was still, her,
0: her one of her backup singers was her mum with the cord still intact. Yeah, yeah. Right at the end, the doctor came on and snipped.
1: That was the big finale.
0: Woo! That was. The big... If you haven't seen this performance of it, might be a fever dream. Song eight performance and fashion both get sixes. I've given this a twenty. I liked it.
1: Yeah, I think you need to calm down. Um, I gave it fives across the board. Thank you, Taylor Swift, for a
0: thirty-five between the pair of us. Nineteen eighty-seven. Ricky, not Vicky. Ricky, spelled differently, but only by one letter. It's R-I-K-K-I, like it was V-I-K-K-I. Not the point. The song was Only the Light, and it finished 13th, their first time outside of the top 10 since 1978. Ten from Israel, five from Austria, Sweden and Switzerland, and a four from Denmark.
1: And the vocals are
0: imperfect, to say the least. What did you think?
1: Oh, Ricky and the UK start to see the light as the death of the uk at eurovision starts to approach one of the main (laughs) problems with this song is you will spend the entire performance just sitting around wondering where the backup singers pants are both of the gentlemen (laughs) on either side of her have pants where are her pants everyone has pants on this stage but her and she's wearing a jacket Just no pants. Will someone please give this woman some pants?
0: Girl has got a cold butt. That is definitely for sure. I said I love synth pop. Mm -hmm. This does not count as synth pop because I don't (laughs) want to have to discredit how much I like synth pop by adding this into it. It just falls a bit flat, you know? The chorus is fun, but I don't know. Okay outfits. Backup dancing is very unnatural. Like it's actually comedically funny how unnatural that dancing is
1: yeah so yeah it did
0: grow on me but not enough so song four performance four fashion a five for a 13
1: blast off with space vacation the musical as the bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild weird and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation With original songs and stellar comedy, their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation the Musical on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. Oh, my God. You know what? I think we should actually just give the review of this that I actually pulled off online to Arthur Nibble, who describes only the light as only the shite. (laughs) (laughs) Like Arthur Nibble, I give it 4.5 across the board.
0: That is a 13 and a half from you. Plus my 13 is a 26.5. So not a pass, but not far off it. Not as far off it as I'd like it to be. (laughs) Not as far off as her pants. Ah, now 1988, this is a big one. It is Scott Fitzgerald with the song Go. And as we pretty much all Eurovision fans should know by now, this one finished second. It is their 11th second place, and it is the most famous voting sequence of them all, second by a point at the last second to Switzerland to Celine. Just incredible stuff there. 12 from Belgium, Italy, and Turkey. 10 from Austria, Denmark, Finland, Germany, Israel, and Spain. If only one of those had been a 12. And 8 from Luxembourg. And crucially, importantly, nothing from Yugoslavia, which sealed the deal. What did you think?
1: Well, I have a theory. I think this song did so well because, okay, this man has a very sort of deep, he's a very deep, gravelly-voiced man. And he, he sings the whole song like that, except for one unexplainably high note, randomly, <laughs> near the end of this song, which just completely catches you off guard. But he sings it perfectly. It's so unexpected. I think that's why it came second. Everyone was still a little bit like, well, my, my Jiffy-o.
0: I'm sorry, could you repeat that one more time?
1: <laughs> Your what My Jiffy-o! I think everyone around Europe said that. I I, I would hope they didn't. Except the people in Yugoslavia, obviously, but yes. everyone else.
0: <laughs> Actually, tifio is a slur in Yugoslavia, so that's why ah. they didn't give it any points, I think. Uh, yeah. Gorgeous voice, lovely song, terrible hair, but despite how close it came to victory, it could never win. It wouldn't have been cosmically right for this song to beat Celine Dion. Celine was meant to win a nice, for me, not totally memorable runner-up. Like, ever since yes. we started doing this, I've listened to a lot more of the UK entries on, like, more repeat. Mm. uh it grew on me, but yeah. Song 7, performance 5, fashion of 5 for a 17
1: yeah I mean sometimes uh, and we've seen it so many times songs that come second you're you know you're shocked and you're like oh how did this not win this was brilliant any other year this eh, eh, doesn't Mm. really feel like a second song it's not that it's bad it's just it's not dynamic except for that one note I gave it fives across the board 15 from you
0: 32 between us I feel like Go is really remembered not because of the strength of the song, but because of what happened in that voting sequence. Absolutely. And of who it who it lost to. I think that's really made it a bigger legacy thing than it probably was.
1: Oh, absolutely. If it wasn't so close, and I don't I don't get how close it was. Um yeah, if it wasn't so <laughs> close, then this one wouldn't be remembered at all. Like
0: I said, 32 between the pair of us, which takes us to 1989 live report with Why Do I Always Get It Wrong? Finishing, you're not going to believe it, second for the 12th time. 12s from France, Germany, Luxembourg, Norway, and Portugal, 10 from Spain and Sweden, and an 8 from Austria. And Lizzie, I don't get this one at all. Not even a little. This is such an annoying song. What did you think? I've just, just biased the jury at this point, but what did you think?
1: just get in there oh why do I always get it wrong oh well and it's we should take note that this is an important song because this song actually goes on to become the theme tune for the UK at Eurovision for the next 30 years why do I always (laughs) get it wrong this becomes the cry in their heart oh my god why do you always get it wrong what like Having a ponytail and a bald head at the same time like that. I think that was the most
0: annoying part of it all. I know.
1: It's like, who are you trying to kid? Those last few eight hairs he's got at the back (laughs) in a very intricate, beautiful ponytail. Calm down, mate. You know what? If you're going to do it, just be dignified. Do a Patrick Stewart. Accept your Mm -hmm. fate and just... That being said, I actually think it's a good song and I really like his voice. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I mean, nothing will ever forgive that ponytail for me, but (laughs) this, I, I think he can really sing. I genuinely really like his voice and I'd like to hear him sing other songs. Just not this one. And cut his ponytail off.
0: Apparently the band were very unimpressed that they came second to what they considered a very weak song from Yugoslavia. Personally, uh, pot calling the kettle black, because this is bland, 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 bland. I think <laughs> neither one of them should have won. I, of course, famously think, famously, like I'm important. I think, as you would know if you've heard this, Denmark should have won in 1989. But, yeah, thoroughly not a fan of this one. Song three, performance one, fashion zero for a four.
1: Oh, we are Thumbs on down. different trains. I gave the song a 6. I gave the performance 6. Like I said, love that voice. Fashion 5. Wow, even with the the ponytail. Oh, I I took 25 points off for that. <laughs> um, I definitely will. But you know what, this goes back to show. Even like, you know, they're casual, there's not a pair of sneakers on that stage. Do you know what I mean? They've got shiny dress shoes. So I I respect that.
0: And he wore all of his jewellery. 17 from you, 4 from me, for a 21 from the pair of us. 1990, we're leaving the 80s and I'm sure you're thrilled about it. It's Emma with the song Give a Little Love Back to the World, finishing 6th. 12 from Belgium, 10 from France, Israel, Switzerland and Yugoslavia and a 7 from Spain. Now, of course, the Berlin Wall fell in 1989 and in 1990, Everyone sent a unity ballad to Eurovision. Drove me nuts. What did you think?
1: Oh, I think the chorus is the best bit about this. Mainly because with all the singers coming in, it drowns out the singer's nasally (laughs) voice. I think it's so ironic that she's talking about giving back to the world when her giant hair has personally taken 10 layers off the ozone layer. I'm just saying, practice what you preach, love.
0: It's so generic. It's so saccharine and the fashion is just atrocious. I hate this one. Song two, yeah. performance two, fashion one for a five.
1: Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not that far off. I give the uh, I give the song a 4.5. Performance and fashion both get one.
0: That is a five from me and a 6.5 from you for an 11.5. Pretty far off a pass there, Emma. Give a few points back to the. Never mind. I don't know where I was going with that. 1991. <laughs> Samantha Janus with the song A Message to Your Heart, finishing 10th. 10 from Malta, sixes from Austria and Italy, and fives from Israel and Switzerland. And how do you start a song this cheery with the lyrics, Half the world is hungry just by being born? It's like, oh, okay. We're going to go. Where are we going? Where? How do you go up from here? Anyway. What do you think?
1: Oh, my Lord. If she is going to be singing anything, she should be singing a message to your ears. And that message is, I'm sorry. I'm so <laughs> out of tune. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Three chicks straight off the Jersey Shore in like 20-inch stiletto heels um, giving you a lecture about the injustice of world hunger. This is ridiculous. I don't believe this for a mirror. I can guarantee none of those women have ever set foot in a soup kitchen. I think this is like
0: a, a, a better version of 1990. Like mostly the outfit is a lot better and it's just a bit more fun, even with the super depressing lyrics that we've already talked about. I've actually scored this pretty well. Song six, performance five, fashion and eight for a 19. Oh. Didn't hate this. And I think she ended up on EastEnders.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. See, I just I took a totally re- different reaction to this. I found this so, like, saccharine. This is so fake sugar to me. It actually started to piss me off how fake <laughs> sugar it was. Because I'm looking at it. I'm like, and it's all oh, lucky me, but go the grace of God. Oh, my God. Is that how that saying goes? (laughs) No, that's the lyric of the song. It's like, oh, there goes me, but for the grace of God. Oh, piss (laughs) off. Piss off. What have you given this one? Oh, I gave it ones across the board. And you know why I've given it one? I'm giving it one bus ticket to piss off. One bus ticket for each of them. (laughs) Three little bus tip passes. Now piss off.
0: Three from you, 19 from me, 22 between us. Um, Not a pass. Uh, Maybe a bus pass, but not a a score pass, which takes Ah. us – Well played, Jackie, to 1992, the year yours truly wandered into the world. And it was Michael Boll, who is very, very well known for his work in the West End Theatre in the UK. The song was one step out of time, and you're not going to believe it, the UK finished second. Thirteenth time they finished second. Twelve from Austria, Belgium, Denmark and Germany. Ten from France and Turkey, and eight from Italy and Switzerland. And I love this song. What did you think?
1: I think Michael has had too much Redlin today. All right. <laughs> He's a little too apt. Um, oh my god, you can smell the musical theater on him.
0: Yes. Like,
1: I know we say it's about performance, but honestly, just just calm down. There there's a difference between an emotive performance. And a reason for a restraining order. And I think (laughs) this one really is right in that line. It jumps between the two. You would know that line, wouldn't you?
0: Your toe's been on that line a few too many times. (laughs) Don't judge me. That's not the point. Had your moments. I think this is like, I, I love Britain in the 90s. It's so much energy. I love his little shimmy grind. Put this love on the line. God, I wish this was a visual medium so you could see me do that. Charming few minutes. 92 had such a strong top three. I loved all three of them. And this man is just, he's got two Olivier Awards. He's earned our respect. We don't need to prove anything. He doesn't need to prove anything to us. We need to prove ourselves to him. Two mic thrusts into the air for you, Michael. Song eight, performance eight, fashion six for a 22.
1: Yeah, I want him to prove how close he is allowed to come to us outside of the performance. That's what I want to know. I give the song a five, performance 5.5, fashion
0: 4.5. Well, that balances out to a pretty nice 15 and a pass from you and a 37 between us and takes us to 1993. It is Sonia with... I forgive and forget if you say you'll never... Nope, that's the wrong bet of the devil you know. This is a different devil you know. Finishing yet again second in the Eurovision final, their 14th second place, 12 from Austria, Belgium, Iceland and Israel. 10 from Croatia, Slovenia, and Sweden, and 8 from Denmark, Ireland, Luxembourg, Norway, and Turkey. And it's a whole stage show this
1: time around. What did you think? Oh, my God. Unlike some of the other performances we've seen, uh, some of them that have been scattered through this week, it's amazing the difference having someone who can actually sing makes to a Eurovision <laughs> performance. Like, honestly, it's so refreshing. It really just changes things up for the better. I think this is a fun little song. It's a fun little outfit. You know, it's just a good little time. Absolutely. More
0: energy, so much charisma, and such a bop. Absolutely love the outfit too. Like, I, I'm i already loving Britain in the 90s, but, you know, the first two ones. Um, straight eights from me for Sonia for a 24 out of 30.
1: Oh, I wasn't wasn't that excited. I actually really loved her outfits, but I had to take points off because I hate what they've got the backup singers in. Again, this sort of like this urge to make them wear, you know, professional office wear. Like they just stepped out from the secretarial pool. I don't (laughs) get it. Uh, I've just given it 5.5 across the board.
0: That is a sixteen and a half from you plus my twenty four. It's a forty point five. So they're doing well. They're doing well, and it takes us to nineteen ninety four with Frances Ruffele with the song "Lonely Symphony." We will be free. Finishing not second but tenth, Eurovision's first Tony winner on the Eurovision stage. Did you what? know this about her? What? No, tell she me was more. the. She was the original Eponine in the West End and Broadway versions of Les Mis, and she won a Tony for it. Wow.
1: I would not have guessed that from this performance.
0: Neither would I. Eight from Portugal and Switzerland, six from Croatia, and fives from Cyprus, Estonia and Russia. What did you think?
1: Oh, well, as she says, we will be free. But we will never be in tune, sadly uh I'm going to be honest, I think if they had ditched the Hippie Witch and just moved to three backup performers, uh, front row and centre, I think you could have actually had something here. I was getting more from the backup people. Uh, yeah, the backup singers, they had great choreo. They were, you know, in tune. Oh, my Lord, so much more enthusiasm. Yeah, I think they should have shuffled her off and brought those three forward and you would have done a lot better with this song. I, Because I don't actually mind the song. Um, mm-hmm. I just I just think it would have been better in tune. I do like that the UK have gone completely
0: out of left field with this one. Like, it's it definitely grew on me, but the headwear, the crown was not a Mm. favorite for me. I do love it when Britain goes out there, so I appreciated it. Um, Yeah, she she can go home and polish her Tony because she's not getting a Eurovision trophy the way it was. So song seven, performance six, fashion a four for a 17.
1: Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? And you know what? I think that's a. I think this is a good, you know, lesson for everyone out there. You know what? If you're currently sucking at something, you know, this gives you hope that tomorrow you may win a Tony. You might just
0: walk off with a Tony, absolutely.
1: <laughs> because today you suck. I give the <laughs> song five point five performance 4, and that is all for the backup singers. Fashion gets a three. That is a twelve point five from you, plus my seventeen. Oh
0: just unlike the Tony she's just missed out on a pass with the 29.5 from us and that brings us to the end of episode three of course what kind of episode would it be if we didn't go through our top three songs of the week and in third place getting the bronze medal it is 1992's Michael Bowl on a 37 out of 60 in second place this week it's The year after, it's 1993, Sonia, better the devil you know. She finished second at Eurovision. She's finishing second here tonight. But on the sheer strength of it being one of my favorite Eurovision entries ever, (laughs) our winner tonight is Sweet Dreams from 1983 on a 46.5 out of 60. I think it's well-deserved. Whether you guys agree, that's up to you. Uh, Which brings us to... Comment of the Week. Oh, yeah. Comment of the week, Lizzie. What have you got?
1: Oh, my Lord. This week, comment of the week, it is a pure, unmitigated Shakespearean play of love drama. Now, Bear with me. Okay, so as we all know, you know, you pop up the video on YouTube, leave a comment, off you go. That's it. That's the end of it. It's to the world. It's what you're feeling in the moment. Never to be looked at again. Unless you're English <laughs> and somebody says something about an English song that you don't like. As an English person, you must defend the empire. You know me, one of my favourite thing is British people insulting British people. So this is a bit of a journey, (laughs) but bear with me. And this literally starts with someone. Love Is by Vicky in 1985. Now, this was by no means the only person to make a detrimental comment about this song. But we thus go on a journey. Our two main players enter the stage. Here is the news. Their avatar is a mouse. That is important. Okay. Versus. Catman! <laughs> whose little emoji is a cat? So we're already in
0: dangerous territory here.
1: Oh, yes. Thus it begins. Here is the news. The mouse begins with. Absolutely awful. Reply. Troll. Troll. Reply, why am I a troll for giving my own opinion? Reply, perhaps don't come here if you don't like it. Reply, so on YouTube you are no longer permitted to express your opinion on the content I see? What a very strange world we live in. Reply, honey, I'm expressing my opinion that going to songs you don't like to leave negative comments is wasting your time and mine good day. <laughs> Reply, um, how was expressing my opinion on a YouTube video wasting your time? Reply, because oh, I God. have to read it. Irrelevant <laughs> opinions do waste time. Reply, how is my opinion less relevant than anyone else's? We can't all like the same things. That's a very childish response indeed toward another user whose opinion differs to yours. And I am not wasting your time because I do not post my opinion in order for you to read it. Reply!
0: Oh, God.
1: Why are you telling me I can't express my opinion about your opinion? Opinion. That's perfectly <laughs> allowed. Methinks, <laughs> Chips Hat. I never actually said you shouldn't be allowed to state your opinion, just that I don't appreciate it. Reply, which I am, by the way, perfectly allowed to say. Reply. Oh in the God. Fickle, In the fickle environment of entertainment, performers learn to accept adverse criticism. I don't appreciate her performance. The song is horrible. The arrangement is dire. This appears to have irritated you. And with that, I offer no apology. (laughs) Reply. And my vocal opposition to your opinion appears to have irritated you, to which I make no apology. Reply. The difference being I at no time declared you go somewhere else or attempted to subvert your criticism of my opinion into anything other than responding. I always have the right to reply, as you do, but you must endeavour to respect the fact that we don't all have to agree with each other. That crucial point appears to have passed you by. Reply! I at no point suggested we had to agree. I suggested that your opinion being written here is a waste of time, which is my opinion. I can keep going back and forth forever, frankly. Reply, okay. Merry Christmas, reply, (laughs) and a happy new year.
0: Oh, my goodness gracious. Anyone who missed that recital of War and Peace, you are welcome to phone Liz up day or night and have her do it once more. Wouldn't it be hilarious if I just cut that whole segment out of the episode?
1: (laughs) I just love it when the poms get even slightly irked about somebody not liking something British. They were
0: very polite to each other.
1: They were so polite. It's the Merry Christmas and the Happy New Year to each other. It's my favorite bit.
0: I don't know what part of that was comment of the week, but congratulations to both of you, very very proper English folk apparently.
1: Oh, neither of them get comment of the week. Comment of the week goes back to Arthur Nibble like oh, 3 God. hours ago who said,
0: "Oh, this is shite." <laughs> to right where we started. We're back where we started. Fabulous. I love it. <laughs> That is it from us for another week. Uh, we'll be back next Friday with Eurovision Forever, the United Kingdom part four. Lizzie, you know what we're going to be talking about next week?
1: Oh. Um,
0: Let me give you a hint. It's going to be the United Kingdom from 1995 until mm-hmm. 2007, which means the UK is
1: going to cut its dick off and throw it into a fire. In layman's terms, 2003 Gemini! In so many words,
0: I guess that's what we're in for. So, yes, please do check in for potentially the lowest score in the history of the world. Um, mm. If you don't follow us on social media, please do, at Do's Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Check out our Patreon if you uh, have a few spare bucks to keep us ticking along. Anything else I
1: need to add, Lizzie? Well, I just think it's appropriate that this is called Eurovision because, frankly, I could do this forever.
0: (laughs) Merry Christmas and a happy new year to you. Good night.